Christ is born. Glorify him. Christ is born. Glorify him. Christ is born. Glorify him. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we remain in the twelve days of celebration and rejoicing, the twelve days of Christmas. And here on the first Sunday after Christmas, as I was looking at the Mass this week, I was taken back for a moment when we lowered the lights at the first Mass of Christmas and sang Silent Night together. It was a moment of stillness. It's always a moment of wonder to me as Christ is born for us. And what took me back to that evening in that moment and that stillness was the introit of this Mass, which says this, when the world was in profound quietness and night was in the midst of her swift course, Thine almighty word, O Lord, leapt down from heaven out of thy royal throne. What beautiful words painting the reality of Christ coming to us. In the silence of the night, in the fullness of time, Jesus Christ, the word of God, leapt down from heaven and came to us and he came for us. Our deliverer, full of love, full of compassion for mankind, he leapt off of his heavenly throne in heaven, an eternal throne in heaven, and came right down to where we are. The psalmist David prophetically wrote of this in Psalm 18. Listen to his words. It says that he bowed the heavens. He bowed the heavens and came down. And that word in Hebrew, Hebrew, in bowed the heavens, it's a beautiful word. It literally means as Christ leapt down, came down from his throne in heaven, he literally extended the kingdom of heaven from there to earth. You see the bowing it down and touching both, both being united, and he did so in himself. Listen to the beautiful words of St. Jerome, who said, Because we are little and lowly and unable to lift ourselves up to him, the Lord stoops down to us, and in His compassionate kindness deigns to hear us. In fact, because we are people and cannot become gods, God became man and inclined Himself, as it is written, He bent the heavens and came down. All of these thoughts, all these true and wonderful mysteries of the Incarnation, they're doing something or should be doing something in us. That's creating a need and a yearning to ponder everything you just heard and everything we just understood about the incarnation, Christ coming down from his throne, bow, bowing heaven, bowing heaven down to earth. And we see more of it in the Gospel of St. Matthew today. More of this truth. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Who is this Lord and King who leapt down from his throne from heaven to come to us, to bow the kingdom down to us? He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. He is not God distant from us. He is not God who's present with us only when we turn our attention to Him. And He's not God who presents Himself and lets us know that He's with us 
only when we pray and read scriptures and worship him. And Jesus is not a God who plays some undivine game with us. Now you see me, now you don't. This is not him popping in and out of our lives at his will. No, he is God with us every moment, every second of our existence. And he's God who became so present with us in time, in our real time, so that we might always be with him in this time, and that he might share himself with us and we might be lifted up by him to the end that we might actually experience a real, tangible fellowship with God in our time. The very fellowship that's for the healing of our lives. That we might actually experience in this eternal now the kingdom of God that He bowed down to us, for us to experience. And I mentioned today that we need to ponder these things in our hearts to the end that these realities we're speaking about become our actual realities in this life. And there are two thoughts I'd like for us to ponder this morning regarding what we're talking about today. The first thing is this. Ponder the reality of that name. Emmanuel. Ponder that God is with us. Before we even go further, what does it mean to ponder something? I go back to the Blessed Virgin Mary. When the shepherds were led by the angelic host to go and worship Jesus at his birth in Bethlehem, the scriptures tell us that the Blessed Virgin kept these things and pondered them in her heart. These things were so wondrous that she was seeing happen right in her time. So lofty that she had to ponder them, which means she kept all of these things that happened, all of these events, these revelations, she kept them close to her soul. How? In her soul, it's as if she was chewing on those things to get every bit of the nutrient she could out of it. She kept the happenings close to her soul. We need to go from this place and ponder the reality that God is with us. Emmanuel. Ponder that the actual kingdom of heaven has come down and touched earth for us to be touched by and ascend to heaven. Ponder that we can now experience the word of God, Jesus Christ, who is God with us. And we can be aware, very aware of his presence with us every moment of every day of our lives. Pondering the reality that the incarnation, if we do that, will be in wonder of how our lives will be so transformed and different as he elevates us to the joy of what he did come down and left down for us to experience. Ponder God with us. The second thing is this for us to ponder, and it's a question. Is his name real to you? Is his name real to you? Ponder this. Do we live our lives on a daily basis as if God is with us. Now understand clearly what that means. That means that he's with us in every moment. And every second. He sees all. He knows all. We cannot escape his presence. And reality in our lives. For not one second can we do this. Now what we can do is pretend it's false. We can live a life. <coughs> pretending that his name is not Emmanuel. God with us. 
but that does not negate the truth. And it does not take away the reality. And God goes nowhere. God is with us. And in fact, at the very beginning of Mass, calls our attention to this reality that God is with us. The college of purity. Listen to what it communicates to us as we pray. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Please never be deceived that that prayer is a prayer for Mass. That's the prayer of your lives. That's the reality of the Christian. This is the prayer, Lord. Let all of Satan's deceits fall dead and powerless in my life. That wretched, defeated deceiver who would keep me in the bondage of thinking that you're ever, distanced, ever distant and never present. You, Emmanuel, are with me, is what that prayer communicates. You see right through me, you know me, and to you I am blessedly exposed. And you know it all, and you see and perceive it all. Go and ponder the reality. Do we live in the truth of Emmanuel? God with us. That he's with us when the world around us seems peaceful and at rest. And equally the same when the, when the world around us seems to be burning. He is with us and all is well in him. Ponder that God is with us in sufferings unimaginable. Emmanuel, God is with us and has come down to us so that we could touch the hem of his garment when we're in need and find the power and the strength of his consolation in the midst of our deepest sufferings. Ponder that God is with us with every intruding thought that comes our way. That Christ our God is with us as the greatest accountability partner we could ever have in this life. That we think twice about what we do with our thoughts and certainly what we do in our actions in the divine presence of Christ ever with us. That he's there with us to be our very way of escape from all of these intruding thoughts. And finally, ponder that God is with us when we are at our most fallen moments, our most weak moments, where sins are flowing out of us rather than his living waters. Emmanuel, God is with us that we might turn to him and be elevated out of that and freed from it and transformed even in our lowest moments. He is with us. He bowed heaven to earth, bringing the kingdom to you. Do you really think that he abandons you when you're at your worst moments and your greatest sufferings? Quite the opposite. He comes to us and he calls us to himself even more in those moments. When the world was in profound quietness and night was in the midst of her swift course, in the fullness of time, thine almighty word, O Lord, leapt down from heaven out of thy royal throne and came to us. For Christ is born. Glorified. Christ is born. Glorified. Christ is born. Glorified. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.